It's auction time, it's auction time, it's time to begin the auction. Folks, you're in the right place at the right time. My name is Lance Walker, fast talker of Walker Auctions in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to the Time to Sell program. One hundred dollar bid now, twenty five. Would you bid one twenty five? One twenty five bid now, one half. Would you bid one fifty? One fifty bid now, seventy five. Would you bid one seventy five? One seventy five bid now, two. Would you bid two hundred? Two twenty five. Two fifty bid now, seventy five. Would you bid seventy five? I am sold on Walker Auctions. Well, I tell you, I left my watch at home. Do you know what time it is? Today? It is time to sell. Time, time to, to sell. sell, folks. You're listening to the Time to Sell show. My name is Eric Walker, and that over yonder is <laughs> Terry Walker. And if that sounds like a family affair, that's because it is. Uh, Terry is my mother, and I am her son. And often we have uh, my my father here. Uh, We've to given talk. him the day off. We've given him the day off. He's a distant father. Uh, no, uh, Lance is in Missouri actually cataloging some firearms. And you might be asking, cataloging firearms, what do you guys do? Is this an ATF show? No, it's not. Uh, this is a show about auctions. We are all auctioneers. And on this show, we talk about auctions. We have an auction company. We conduct online auctions uh, for our living and for fun, but mostly for our living. Um, we sell personal property. Uh, that being all the things inside your home, we will sell your home as well. Uh, we're all realtors, uh, and we will liquidate your business, uh, sell heavy equipment, uh, liquidate firearm collections. We have a lot of abilities to do a lot of things. Um, and so for the next oh, hour or so, we're going to talk about auctions, um, the ones we've got coming up, why you might want to have an auction, why you would definitely want to bid on an auction, and uh, what an auction is. So that's what we've got going on. Um and we've got a lot of auctions. We have some fun stuff coming up. Online now. Yes, yes, yes. You need to check those out. Or we know the backside. We know what's coming up in the near future. So yes. there you go. So we've got some uh, We've got some real estate coming up. We have a beautiful home in Cordova. Uh, that, that'll be coming here in the next, oh, probably month and a half or so. That'll be up in a little while. Yeah. Um, we we've got the a, one in Whitehaven. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We do. We do have a mm-hmm. home in Whitehaven. That'll be coming up as well. And that'll be great. On the as well. It's just a great little area. It's actually just close to the airport. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, calling it Whitehaven, it really isn't very accurate. It's it's airport area. It so is airport nice area. Nice little spot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we have plenty of estate auction coming up. Folks, if you are bu- not buying at auction, you are paying far too much. We highly recommend you bid at auction. Well, at least that's what we tell you. That's exactly right. But <laughs> by the also, end of the auction, you never know. If you're not looking on Walker Auctions, there may be something on our site that you do not know that you need until you see it. That's right. So you've got to look at every item. That's right. I haven't bought a Christmas present outside of an auction <laughs> for years. <laughs> no, uh, folks, uh, uh, Terry, you know, it's typically we start off these kinds of uh, shows that we do here with uh, a, a event called Terry's Teasers. Terry's Teasers. Terry, do you have anything you want to discuss with us about the auctions we've got coming up any spotlight items i do i do as a matter of fact we're kind of spreading ourselves we're in Haiti, missouri Haiti mo Haiti, missouri my now, hometown yes that's my where you hometown. grew up mm-hmm. i not love haiti. that not you're haiti. not from haiti Mm-mm. i love Haiti. it was a great place to be raised and um but anyway this is an estate we um this woman who uh 
was sick the whole time she was buying from us, and we did not know that. She passed, and in her will, she said, I want Walker Auctions to sell my personal property. Mm. And we have an auction. Now, this is just the first of three auctions that will be going up. That is some of the items that she has. Now, this, the neat thing about this is, this is perfume bottles and... um, Check glass? Shizak glass? Check. Czechoslovakia. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, that is cool. But it's got Lalique. There is some Lalique um, perfume bottles. I've never bottles. seen so, so many perfume <clears throat> bottles in my whole life. I haven't either. But, I mean, these are great. And, you know, to me, Eric, this would be a really cool Valentine's gift. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, there's just, they're beautiful. And these are collector's items. I mean, yeah. these are like, you'd want to display these on a shelf. They're absolutely beautiful. And, um, Brenda is the auction manager of this, and she has displayed these beautifully. So. She really has. She's yeah. done a fantastic job. If you have questions about them, uh, quality, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, whether or not there's a chip or anything on them, uh, she's taken wonderful pictures of every of everything. But if you have further questions, you can call her. Her number is actually right there on the auction. It is, and I will tell you this. There's some great, I'm looking through this as we are talking right now. There's some great perfume bottles. The nice thing about this is, these can be shipped yes these can be shipped so if you are interested in any um one of the perfume bottles one of the lots then um and when it's shipped you're welcome to talk to her the way we do shipping is not we do not um package it ourselves right we take it to a professional shipper right and he will call you so you can say, I want it FedExed overnight, or I don't care if it gets here in three months. Yeah. You know, that's up to you. And, and then you he'll pay. handle your, mm-hmm. your shipping information and things of that nature. So make sure that, I mean, that's what's so important. Now, the other thing that Brenda has in this auction are um, vases that are ladies' heads. And they're probably from the maybe 40s and 50s. They're really good looking. They're so different. Now, there's these were, she, the owner of this, she loved these and, of course, collected them. You can use them for vases. You can, of course, use them for anything you want, of course, but they are so cool looking. You need to take a moment and just look at these. They, um, they're called head vase, and some of them are even numbered like, you know, art numbered. Interesting. Yeah, so... Do we have, like, a maker on any of them? Some of them know she of? does. I, You know, I, I don't know. There's one of them that's called... Um, it's it's a, it's a called Polly Head Vase mm. by Betty Lou. And if... Oh, Betty Lou, yeah. Betty... Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Betty Lou is kind of known for a particular style. And so you want to take a moment and look at those. But they are so They're cool. really cool. They're so cool. So... Um, this if this is your chance, and to all start. of this stuff is in fantastic shape. I mean, like really good shape. It is. All this looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, non non smoking home, just a really nice, really nice setup. So take a moment and look at those. I think Brenda has it set up so you can either pick them up or we can ship these to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hate um, those a little bit out of the way. Um, it's a so, couple hours from yeah, here. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not you too feel bad. like a drive. Get out over there. Yeah. and, and There's a lot to see in Haytai, right? 
Well, I <laughs> planted around small town charm. Planted around a a lunch so you can drop by and get some barbecue. Hey, into Chubby's. Uh, Chubby's barbecue. is very good barbecue. It's actually very good barbecue. Um, so that that is one auction that we have coming up that's really really cool. Hey, next up we have those toys closing. That's pretty neat. So uh, we have a large collection of toys that we're slowly liquidating for a, a seller, and uh, these are just the neatest things. So some of these were, in fact, most of these were. Real big when I was a kid, um, Harry Potter Legos, Lord of the Rings Legos, these funky action figure Legos called Bionicles. Um, those were all really, really popular when I was a kid, and they actually have a decent bit of resale value these days. Um, go on and check that out. It's about 65-ish items um, that are in that sale. Uh, that auction manager is Justin. If you have any questions, you can give him a holler. Uh, but those are really, really great. So I'm not going to go into the specifics of that too much. It gets pretty niche. But I will say, uh, have a look at that auction and and look at some of the resale value for some, especially the Harry Potter Lego sets. Oh, really? They For some weird reason, they they were only made for a pretty limited time, and they don't make them anymore. And I didn't buy any of you those. You didn't did buy me any of those. Oh, yeah, you just bought that? me the ones that didn't cost any. <laughs> Or didn't didn't appreciate. So yeah. uh, what was I thinking? That's right. Yeah, they're they're all shoved in a box somewhere in my attic. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll find them one day. That's right. So uh, check that out for sure. But next up, I think we've got. Um, this is Kimberly. We've this got is some. Okay, Eric. Yeah. This these antiques in this auction are so nice. Very 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 good quality furniture. Um, what happened was it's it's an estate that we're dealing with, and the the seller is still living. Uh, he's had to move to a um, kind of a retirement area. Sure. And his mom, these were some from his, from what I understand, from his family. And so, a beautiful, beautiful items, beautiful furniture. Kimberly has been working on this. Um, take a moment and look at every one of these. Um, because they are just real high quality, very, very good shape items. Now, I do think the smoke, the seller was a smoker. So Kimberly has been working on that to get the smoke smell out. And I think she's got done a pretty good job with that. But they are some beautiful pieces of furniture that she's gone through um, on this auction. And I think she's also... um, Pulled out some, there's some, I'm looking to see if there's glassware. Lots of art. Oh, my goodness. This person would go all over the place to buy specific pieces of antiques. Um, like there's a uh, Seth Thomas uh, clock. It's a 30-hour uh, clock. So that's that's something to, to look a at. 30-hour uh, clock. So, so what does that mean? So it chimes it will chime up to 30 hours so um i mean i like when i have to wind a clock i like for it to be a seven day so i don't have to go in that room and wind it over and over again yeah well this one and and usually mine chimes on the hour on the half hour on the hour on the half hour well this will keep up with that for 30 hours oh i see so it it holds the time essentially For 30 hours. I got you. Um, But there's lamps in this. There's just some just unique pieces that are very, very good quality. 
Very cool. Um, yeah, it's a good little auction. Some incredible furniture. Yeah. Really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and Kimberly loves antiques, She and she knows her antiques. So if you're looking at any of this, please give her a call. Um, she's got the, the glassware in this auction is... I mean, that's what drove me to whenever the seller called me to look at this auction. The glassware is what called me to it. There's so many beautiful pieces of um, glassware in this auction. So there's a, you just never know what you're going to find. Now, you with really this don't. auction, she's going to do, she's selling this to get things out of the house because mm-hmm. there's more stuff to come. Yeah. And so that's the other thing about it. Sometimes estates are so large, we can't do one auction at one time. That's what Brenda's run into. To be able to pull out specific items in that house, you you have to sell some of the stuff to create rooms so that you can sell the other stuff. Yeah, and that's really more of a making sure that everything is staffed appropriately. So uh, yeah. you know, if there's if there's eight hundred items worth of stuff in a house, what we would like to do is maybe try to split that up into two auctions, um, so that you know it's easier to handle getting things picked up. Things are less likely to break. You don't have as many people in the house at one time. That's a big selling aspect of of our business model is that you have fewer people in the home at a given time. Um, you know, while compared to an estate sale, um, you want to have a lot of people coming through the house so that you can try to get the best prices for things. Um, we try to do things on a, on a, on a different way, a different aspect. Um, so, you know, that uh, uh, splitting things up, you'll often see us have multiple auctions at one, one address, and mm-hmm. uh, you'll mm-hmm. you know you'll end up going to the same place for, for an auction. Which is, once you go there and you go the first time, sometimes you'll have an opportunity to kind of look around and see what's what's a, what's around the corner. Yeah. So um, that does give you a chance to do that. Um, Eric, you know the the nice thing about those the items in this home. Um, that Kimberly has been working on cleaning and making sure that it's in good is in good shape. Is um, these items have been sitting in this home probably in the same spot for over fifty years. Really? And so yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. And so you know the 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 sweet thing about that is when you move furniture, oftentimes you damage it. Yeah. Or you nick it. Are you you know you, something gets a little loose? Well, because this has been in the same spot for so long, nothing's gotten a little loose. Yeah, it's, it's all it's all good. Well, again, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are mm-hmm. like a lot of this looks like it would be twenties, thirties, forties. Just really beautiful, and then obviously plenty of of, of actual antiques. That being the hundred year mark as yep. well. But there's like uh, purse collections. There's art. There's um, all these beautiful buffets, glassware. I mean, there's seven pages worth of stuff. Let me see how many items we've got in that sale. There are okay, so there are 318 lots total for that sale. Um, which which is for not Kimberly, <laughs> that's pretty contained. Uh, Kimberly, wow, Kimberly can catalog uh, like well, Kimberly can catalog like it's her job. It is her job, but uh, <laughs> Kimberly will knock out an auction. Yeah, and she finds things whenever she pulls it out. I think, where in the world did you find that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it just it kind of blows my mind. But she is she's great at that. But I will tell you, it's this is one that you just really need to look at. You'll learn a lot from this this auction because there's just so much, so many great pieces. Um, it's 
well worth looking at and taking a moment and seeing seeing what's there. Yeah. Seeing what's there. Well, folks, you're listening to the It's Time to Sell show. Is it is it It's Time to Sell show or is it just Time to Sell show? You know, like like it's technically not the Eagles. It's just Eagles. Yeah, no, but you know, but I the Eagles. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to sell. Glenn Fry. That uh, that's what he said to uh, <laughs> Steve Martin. He was like, "Hey, I'm gonna start this band. It's gonna be called Eagles." And Steve Martin was like, "Oh, cool, the Eagles." And Glenn was like, "No, no, 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 it's Eagles." Are you serious? I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Steve Martin, famous comedian and banjo player, uh, was friends with Glenn Fry, uh, R.I.P. And Glenn Fry went up to him and he said, "Hey, man, I'm going to start this band. What do you think?" This is in you know the whatever 1973. I, I'm trying to remember. Or I before started, then, yeah. I think they started in '74. Is what um, is it? Gosh. And he goes oh, up to Steve Martin. He says, "You know, I uh, I'm going to start this band. I'm going to call it Eagles." And Steve Martin's like, oh, cool, the Eagles. And he's like, no, 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 Eagles. And he's like, yeah, the Eagles. He said, no, <laughs> Eagles. And he's like, okay. Okay. Weird. Well, I have several albums that of have Eagles, Eagles <laughs> on it. I've never called them that either. Um, <laughs> but I think as far as time to sell is concerned, <laughs> it's time to sell. Folks, uh, this is the It's Time to Sell show. I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Terry. Uh, we are Walker Auctions. We're talking about auctions here on the show. It's what we do for a living. It is in our blood, whether we like it or not. Some days we like it more than others. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> hey, Eric, though, yes. I've got to tell you about some auctions that are coming up. Becky is going to start one that, you know, the, the Moe's art. Yes, we have sold uh, a good bit of Moe's Tulver. Uh, the Memphis folk artist. In Memphis, no, Montgomery, Alabama. Oh, out of, Mo- out of out of Montgomery. Montgomery I'm Alabama. sorry. Excuse yeah, me. and let me tell you, I found out the little scoop on this. The my seller has got a call from his daughter after he passed. Oh, and she called um, my seller and she said, "Hey, I I have been to my dad's house, and that house has got piles and piles of art." in the attic that dad did he said would she said would you come and look at it i don't know what to do with it so he went and looked at it and bought that art oh and some of it has you know it's all never been seen and it's and so he has called me and said every once in a while i'd like to bring you some of my mo's art and he said because you know I, i i really need to i don't need to keep it all right I need to get rid of some of it and, you know, get a return on my dollar. But um, he's found it's it's so intriguing now that I've started selling it. You know, he is in the uh, Smithsonian as far as a folk artist yes. in in the South, which I think is kind of cool that we're selling a Smithsonian, Miss, Smithsonian <laughs> artist um, work. We're, we're selling that on our website. So I love Becky it. Yeah. is putting that up now, and she's also got some jewelry. Take we, a moment. Look at that jewelry. We have done, I think, three auctions over the past two or three years of, of Moe's Tulver mm-hmm. Art. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's always really interesting. And, and you know, I've, I'm shipping that to a lot of different areas in yeah, the country. Yeah, New York likes it a lot. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a really yeah. neat, really neat it's collection. Just, yeah, it's and it's not. It's the, it's just really it's just cool. And you can go on on. Um, of course, he's on Wikipedia. You can find out about him on Wikipedia. Well, uh, and and how he got into art. 
and he he did kind of you know uh i don't want to say he suffered from the artist's curse but it was a while not maybe not necessarily after he passed but he was definitely older when he was kind of discovered i mean yeah. he was he was selling uh paintings in large quantities just to kind of pay rent for a while yeah and well what happened was he was at work in a factory and he had an injury and and paralyzed him from the waist down and his boss felt so sorry for him he went to his house and said why don't you start painting and then you could sell some of your artwork yeah and that's what his his boss kind of helped him get along and started painting and and then he started selling it a little here, a little there, and made a difference. I mean, he he was not highfalutin at the time, and he didn't need a lot of money to live on, but it sure did make a difference. So that's that's the story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, most selling that stuff is always really cool. And Becky is working on that auction as we speak. So there's there is um, jewelry, and I think there may be some coins in that auction as well. And of course, then there's Moses' art in yep. that auction. So heads up on that brenda is adding some items on furniture and when i say furniture oh my gosh some beautiful pieces of furniture that is in the auction that said hey ty so you do want to take a moment and keep your eyes up on uh, walker auctions because that would be coming up soon um kimberly's adding to the auction that she's got with the antiques she'll be adding more antiques to that auction and get that one up and going so that will be a great auction as well yes so there we go we're busy we are busy starting we got, off the uh, year uh, oh and dentist office Eric. yeah we are liquidating a oh, dentist office we are and um, it's got some professional chairs that it does yeah so if you're starting off as a dentist and you need some furniture i think we've got two of those chairs that will lay you back and allow you to open your mouth at the those right are time. expensive those are expensive and there's all kinds of utensils yeah um, and there's a machine that will sterilize your utensils that you have so no. yeah and it's got um some oh a dishwasher no okay. that was a joke <laughs> that was a bad joke that was lame that was bad <laughs> <laughs> no this one you can it's on on top of the cabinet you can pick it up and put it in your car carry it off with you um but and there's gosh all kinds of dentistry stuff so it's it's well worth looking at that alex is working on that one alex is new to our our family our little circus she is she's done some uh, auctions for us and actually whoo you talking hard worker man that girl wow she can get an auction up she's about to start on an estate as well so it's a living estate uh, the person is it's downsizing he is moving out of the house and so there's a lot of unique things there that she's going to be putting on the site. Very nice washer and a very nice dryer. If my dryer keeps arguing with me like it's doing now, I may be bidding on one of those. My dryer decided to uh, uh, have a fin bail on us last night. Really? You know the fins that spin the clothes around? Yes. One of them decided it didn't want to be there anymore. So it came off and baby was sound asleep. Come on, come on, come on. You know, we're trying to dry some towels and stuff. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, got to fix that this weekend. Well, if anybody can, you can. That's Don't right. Well, and hey, I could just get another dryer from Walker Auction. Yes, you could. But all I've got to say is, don't ask Lance to, <laughs> to help you fix that dryer. 
That's not the time to do that. So there, there you go. Um, let me think. I, I think I've mentioned every, oh, no, I have not. Lee is going to start working on a um, office. Uh, we're selling a real estate office out. Oh, great. And there's some, um, of course, office furniture, desk, chairs, that type of thing. There's a nice professional, um, the copying machine, big, com- very commercial. Yeah. It's a, it's a big one. It's not one that I have at my home office. And um, there's also some artwork there that's ch- well-known artists. So you want to check on all of that as well. He'll have that up. He'll be starting on that Monday. Yeah. So he'll have that up. Becky is also working on one in LaGrange, Tennessee. So that is on the other side of Moscow. She's got um, it's a country estate. It's got some fabulous furniture, beautiful leather furniture in that auction, mm. some art in there, some books, tools and tools, and then some more tools in that auction. Awesome. So um, it's going to be a good little auction that she'll be working on starting one day next week as well. So as long as I can keep my girls and my boys happy working, they will stay happy and stay with me. Well, people are selling stuff. They need, mm-hmm. the, they need to sell stuff. Folks, if you have stuff that you need to sell, give us a call. You can call us at our office at 901-322-2139, or you can call Terry directly at 901-413-9738. She'd love to come have a look um, at your estate. If you have a business liquidation um, that you need handled, I'd love to come take a look at it. I'm Eric. You can call me at 901 491 0793 and obviously all of this information can be found at our website that's www.walkerauctions.com and if you want you can just shoot shoot us an email just info info at walkerauctions.com we'd love to come take a look at what you sell what you would want to sell Uh, we've sold uh, I'm trying to think of something that we haven't sold a category of thing that we have not sold children children well yeah, we haven't sold children. Um, but you see. know what, like, Eric? We pretty well, you know. Even sometimes it's something out of the blue. But we've sold, you know, when it comes to we've sold clothes, furniture, teeth, teeth. We sold <laughs> teeth. We've gold teeth. We have. Oh goodness! So, hey, I tell you what, Be- Becky is going to be working on. Oh my word. She is going to be working. Becky sounds like she's staying pretty busy. She's working on selling some columns from a house. A person is. We've sold. What are they made of? They're made wood, wooden columns. Huh. This this um, a person is redoing her whole house, and we've sold pieces out of it before, like mantles. Um, yeah, you know the. Uh, I, I don't know what doors she's going to be selling some hardware gorgeous hardware very cool d- uh, all wood doors the real strong wooden doors she's selling some windows so if you if you're redoing we've got windows that she's selling she'll give you the size and all the information on that so i will say this you know we we uh we've had contractors reach out to us and say hey we've got all this inventory of doors and, and things like that to sell and you know that historically has not done very well at auctions. We've tried to sell it before. It doesn't do great. But on the occasion that you have, you know, a nice home, maybe a higher end home, um, and the 
windows, doors, flooring, columns, what have you, that are in place are are high quality. Oh, uh, the contractor's probably not going to pay you anything to yank it out. He's going to charge you. Yeah. Uh, so he's either going to take it or throw it away. Yeah. He may try to reuse it in another project. But either way, you're not going to make money from it. Mm-mm. I would recommend you give us a call and let us come try to sell it. We, <clears throat> I think we made uh, a client last year. We probably made them forty to fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and, and at least at least, and then selling the the tearouts <laughs> of their house. I'm mean, not kidding. They were doing a complete overhaul. It was a yeah. very very nice home, large home. Um, they were doing a complete overall of the property. We did an estate auction for the contents of the home. The seller loved working with us. She said that she had, you know, was going to be ripping out windows and countertops and all the cabinets. Cabinets. Uh, oh, my word. Very, very high quality cabinets. All of this stuff, really nice. Um, and uh, she said, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And Terry, the genius, said, well, why don't we just, well, let's just try to sell some of it. And so we did one auction with a little bit of it, and it did fantastic. Now, keep in mind, this is stuff that the the contractor was taking out anyways. So and, it was going to be professionally removed. Right. And he was great helping us. Yes, we sold he was really bathtub. Good. We sold commodes. That's right. We did. <laughs> commodes. Uh, we we sold. There were beams across, um, you know, a, a partition, you know, across the ceiling. ceiling. Uh-huh. Uh, sold those. Those brought great money. Um, so, I mean, if you do have some nicer uh, interiors like that, and you are wanting to to do kind of an overhaul. Let us come try to do an auction with it. Yeah, uh, it does well. It makes you money on something that you were just going to throw away anyways. And it, and it helps to keep it all organized. Um, this her contractor has been working with us, and he is phenomenal. Yeah, and that's that's a, oh. a thing too is having a good contractor. But gosh, having a good contractor is <laughs> makes a lot of things a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, so. Becky's going to be doing that as well. It, so we're, we're staying pretty busy. Yeah. During oh gosh. This, this well, I mean, you know, pretty bit. We did 150 auctions last year. Can you believe is, it? It's just substantial. Counting, does that count our, our galas? No. no. No, 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 no. That was just the personal property. That's just and, our personal property stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and folks, what she's referring to, we're all obviously bid callers, some of us better than others. Uh, and uh, we uh, do benefit auctions. So if you have an event... Uh, you can hire us to come and be basically uh, entertainment that makes people spend more money. Mm-hmm. Um, Lance and Terry have been doing this for about 35 to 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry is an international bid calling champion. She has a wonderful chant that's such a pleasure to listen to. Lance is also a fantastic auctioneer, and uh, and I'm not too half bad myself. Um, <laughs> and the nice thing about uh, if you have an event, if you work with a charity and you're trying to raise some money, uh, and and have that night make you money. Mm-hmm. Um, having an auctioneer turns uh, it, it turns just a pleasant night out where everybody is dressed up and and uh, you know gets a drink and a nice meal. It turns that into competition to raise money. Um, and, and the thing about it is, people leave there glad that they spent money. Yes. It's it's not that's such a good point. It's not a well, you know, we wrote the check, they can just have it. Yeah. They they had a participation in the spending of it. Yeah. And it's such a good way to raise money. It's su- it's fun to do, first uh-huh. of all. I, as the auctioneer, I've loved the ones that I've done. You've been doing it for so long. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, 
You could do it blindfolded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can catch those bids blindfolded. That's right. <laughs> uh, but it is, I mean, just doing a benefit auction is such a good way to raise money. You've done auctions for St. Jude, uh, FedEx, Madonna Learning Center. Uh, oh, gosh, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to think of stuff here in Memphis. Paige Robbins. Paige Robbins. Um, uh, serves. I've done serves. Yeah. Uh, life Choices. Um, life Choices. And yeah. then, I mean, that's not even considering the amount that you guys travel to go do. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. out of out of uh actually i state. did one in um the virgin islands and you were a baby yeah and i had to take you with me oh <laughs> <laughs> so you actually have been to st thomas really yes who you, was handling me your your aunt sheila oh she came she came with me <laughs> because i was actually working but that's yeah. too funny yeah, that is i had forgotten about that oh you're so sweet it was so much fun that's too funny. Well, folks, if you want to be an auctioneer, you can take your baby. Um, and, you know, not only do have Lance and Terry uh, been doing benefit auctions for so long, they they really wrote the book, quite literally, on benefit auctioneering. Uh, they've designed a course uh, that's, that's uh, conducted by uh, the National Auctioneers Association that, um, like, I, I mean, I don't want to say a couple hundred auctioneers take it every year, but... The class is large. Minimum a hundred. Minimum a hundred auction. A hundred auctioneers take every yeah. single year, and that's been designed uh, pretty exclusively by uh, Lance Terry and a couple of other mm-hmm. uh, benefit auctioneers, and and uh, that's really changed the lives of not only a lot of auctioneers, but it, it's when you have better auctioneers, they can conduct better auctions, and then the auctions bring more money for the clients. Yeah, and basically, whenever we're looking at a gala and working with a client. We're not thinking about just this year. This is oftentimes, um, this is oftentimes um, um, one that you want to repeat year after year. So if you're making a couple hundred thousand, you want to do that every year, or more than that every year. I started Paige Robbins many years ago at forty thousand dollars. That's what they were making. Really? Before I came in, every year now you're looking at about. Anywhere from two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, so it's worth it. And the thing too is, I mean, being around these nonprofits, the overhead in just conducting a nonprofit to raise the money, yeah, is insane. Yeah, it's so expensive. And then trying to do these events to raise the money is crazy expensive. So having an event that maximizes your profit mm-hmm. while minimizing that overhead, uh, hiring a personality like a good benefit bid fo- bid calling auctioneer mm-hmm. um, does just make such a huge difference. Well, and the other thing about it is that's this is the other thing that I find so interesting is that whoever has the microphone in their hand, they're representing that nonprofit. Absolutely. And, yeah. and you want them to represent them well. Yes. And that that to me makes all the difference in the world as well. We have learned that if I'm working and I'm doing something for Paige Robbins, I'm all in Paige Robbins, and I'm trying to sell Paige Robbins to the clientele that's in that room. And and that makes a difference. I'm not just selling items. I'm there to support and to sell for Paige Robbins. Yeah. It makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it's you're really not independent when you're up on the stage. When you're on the stage with them. And I, I love working with nonprofits because the ones that I work with, they've got a purpose, and their purpose is always good. It's an always it's a it's a good nonprofit. I'm, yeah. I'm proud to say, 
But we're not only selling items, we're also doing the fund to need. We can tell you exactly how to do that in the right way. Yeah, so that's, that's, and that's, you have to be careful with that too, and mm-hmm. you want to handle that well because it's a weighty, the fund to need is basically where you're asking your audience for amounts of money yes. uh, in a decreasing order. But it needs to be handled properly. properly. Right. The increments need to be correct. Uh, the tone needs to be right. Mm-hmm. When you do it. Needs to be Because right. here's the thing. A fund to need will make or break your event. <laughs> the fund to need will almost always make more money than the auction, than the yeah. bid calling. Not, not necessarily always, but most of the time we have found your fund to need is where your, your money's going to be made. Right. Um, and so, you know, uh, you might be asking, what is a fund to need? I don't know what that is. It's where the auctioneer or, or you know, someone on staff um, is... Asking the audience for amounts of money, but it has to surround your mission statement for the evening. You know, it needs to it needs to be a part of of the theme, the goal you're trying to accomplish. And your auctioneer, your staff member, whoever's asking for those amounts, usually in decreasing order, needs to represent that that tone, that feel, so that the audience is participating as much as they can. Right. Because that's where you're going to make your money. That's exactly right. And you want to make everyone feel good about giving money. That's just it. Right. You yeah. know, that's what's important. Yes, because it is, it is, it's it's an offering plate. Yeah. So you're asking for, you're asking for change. Now you're yeah. asking for a lot of it, but you're asking for change. And so you want the, the feeling around that to be good for the audience. That's exactly so, right. So hiring that's a professional who can do that well is is a big deal, and if you have a uh, a benefit scenario, if you have a gala that you need hosted, give us a call. We'd love to do it. We will be happy to work with you. Yeah. Okay, Eric, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my documentary that I'm working oh, on. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh please. Oh, my goodness. I have I'll mute to... my mic. <laughs> Don't mute your mic. I'm still kind of in shock that this is actually happening. Happening. Had a call this morning um, with the, the crew that I'm working with so far. We're going to... Be heading out shortly and interviewing different auctioneers. Um, we're going to do a little his, history of the auction industry. I'll be in, uh, re, we'll be filming in New York. Hence, New York um, is where the first auction in the United States actually took place. New York City. Really? The 1600s. No way. I do you know you what? It was selling? I, I, I will find out what it's selling. Interesting. And while we're up there, we're hoping to be able to um, uh, visit with Sotheby's, look at the way they do their auctions. Yeah. And how, how their bid callers are, you know, they're so different than your typical bid callers. They're, they're, my chan is fast. Right. Because I'm looking at getting the auction over. It's time is of the essence. Their chan is slower. Yeah. Because they're selling to all over the world. Right. We're also trying to, to go visit a South African auctioneer. Yes. Um, so hopefully we'll, we may we be We have had him on the show, is that We've correct? We've had him on the show. Oh, my word. He is hilarious. Such a delight. Yeah, great, great auctioneer. So that's another place. And I've got um, a fella in uh, Alaska that that I'll, I'm hoping to um, be able to do some interviewing and, and go to Alaska. So we are about to start and head out and do a lot of filming on on different auctioneers. You know, with you guys being gone so much, I'm going to have to actually work. <laughs> yeah, 
Our our fear, <laughs> our our fear is that you're going to ask for a raise. <laughs> you know, and we're just we're starting to get a real. Maybe nervous. when you get back, and I've justified it. Who's to say? <laughs> we're starting to get real nervous about that. But no, that it's it's a lot of fun. I've actually put your sister to work, so she now has a part time job to add to her life. So hopefully, um, she can make a difference for us as well. So always busy with the documentary, and I'll keep you up on that. Yes, um, when it's going to happen, and should start. We'll start filming now. So what is the? This is something that you that I have not heard from you. The I guess the pitch. What is it about? What's the auction documentary? Basically, about? the the documentary is about the auction chant. What what we're what I'm seeing, and what drove me to this was um, when you listen to the tobacco auctioneers chant, you realize that that chant is no longer no longer in existence. I mean, you have to go on YouTube. Yeah. There's no tobacco auctioneers. Yeah. And and what happened was in the seventies, I think it was the seventies, maybe early eighties. Whenever they sold tobacco, you had an auctioneer that would go be in a a facility. Farmers would bring in their tobacco leaves and pile them up, and the tobacco auctioneer would start at one end and and sell each pile of leaves to a cigarette company such as Lucky Strikes or American. And so, you know, I know you've heard of Sold American. Oh, yes. That is from the tobacco auction chant. Oh, that is cool. And the So th- were these big warehouses? I mean, it was Huge like- warehouses, yeah. And so it would happen once a week. And during season, it was a seasonal thing. And they would, the tobacco auctioneer would, would, the verbiage that he would use was not, one dollar bid now too it was i don't even know what it was i think i remember hearing about this in auction school oh yeah they would they would sell it by fractions of a pound yeah so it would be and and it would always be a, a the same word for the fresh so like 25 yeah. cents might have been one choir and, uh, yeah and it was it was, it was words it wasn't it, numbers or, or something was, like that yeah it was real it was real different but that chant is not you know, you even used to, they would have commercials on TV that might have an auction chant in it. Yeah. But that's no longer in existence. And my fear is that, you know, 25 down, years down the road, will the auctioneer still, will that chant still be around? Yeah. So I'm doing a documentary in that, and I'm just going around to different types of auctions, whether it's uh, livestock, that auction chant is different from a car auctioneer's chant, from a real estate auctioneer's chant. To you know, so all of those chants have a different sound to them, and even the auctioneers create a different sound themselves just because of their personality. Dad and I, your dad and I, Lance yeah. and I, do not have the same chant because of just our our makeup. I I have a certain chant, he does, and same as you. So we all three have different types of chants. Mm-hmm. So. That's one of the things that we're bringing forward. But we also want to bring a little bit of the history of the auction um, industry forward as well. So we've got a little bit of the history of the auctioneer, and then we've got the chant. We'll be talking about the chant, and we'll be interviewing different types of auctioneers, um, car auctioneers. I hope to go to Barrett-Jackson to their auction so that we can do some car auctioneers at that event. And then um, we'll, we'll end with the bid calling championship 
The so one that cool. I won with the National Auctioneers Association. So we'll be on site. It'll, that'll be live. So we won't know who's going to win that until that night. It, uh, we'll record whoever is the winner of that. So that's going to be the whole flow of that. Be about a nine-month process is what this will be. We're In September, we'll take it to film festivals and possibly sell it to a Netflix something. Something. Very cool. That, I'm so excited for that's you. That's the steps of the documentary. And, you know, the, the auction chant, even the, you know, okay, the, the National Auction Association has this bid calling competition. But the even the way that that's judged is kind of unique to the the local community that is the NAA, yeah. which is not a, a negative thing in any aspect. It's just to say that the the auctioneers that judge the competition, the NAA, judge based off their bid calling experience. Yeah. But because their bid calling experience is unique to them, the type of bid calling that occurs and that does really, really well in that championship may not be the kind of bid calling that does really, really well in a cattle auctioneer bid calling championship yeah. or a car auctioneer bid calling, <laughs> which is so cool to me yeah. because you know, in the same way that you have different dialects and ways of speaking across the United States, you have different ways of bid calling that are effective. Um, and an auction, a, a crying auction, has always been a tool to make money, to sell things quickly and efficiently. And so whenever something is being used to do something quickly and efficiently, it evolves into practicality very fast. <laughs> Right. So yes. the, the it's done, you, you know, the auction chant is happens very quickly. And so the you know, after a while, it lo- kind of locked in to the area yeah. as, hey, this is how we do this here because it works. It gets the thing done. You know, when you're selling 800 cows in eight hours, you got to you got to move. Yeah. You know, you, so and, and that's a good point, Eric, because the other thing is at, at, there was a time when. They only had live auctions right, uh, before yeah. the internet. Well, so, a time, you mean like 20, 30 years yeah. ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so the live auction was in a location where people would go hear that same auctioneer over and over and over. Yes. So they got used to that. And it was almost like background music. So they didn't have to pay attention until the item came up that they wanted. And then they paid attention. So there was it was almost like a carnival feel. Mm-hmm. So people would come there, would always have food there. They would, the fam, the people would get comfortable with seeing their friends there. Mm-hmm. They would watch what people are buying, but then if they went to another auctioneer's um, sale, oftentimes it would take them a while to get used to that chant and get the feel of that how that was going, which to me was quite interesting. Yes, because, absolutely. And and you learn that in as an auctioneer going to different auctioneers. Uh, sales mm-hmm. so you learn their different chants and you have to learn how to get the feel of it and get the flow of it it's just like whenever you you know a song and you find yourself humming mm-hmm. that song without thinking about it that's kind of the auctioneer's chant you'll find yourself comfortable with that chant without really thinking about it yeah absolutely i, I totally agree yes yeah, so. um and auction law evolved in a very similar way if you <laughs> if you get into auction law which i don't i don't know why you'd be doing that but if you if you get oh, into gosh. it um it's very localized. There are oh. laws in Tennessee, and Tennessee's an odd state because it's so lengthy. It, it touches so many other states. But you know, there are auction laws in Tennessee that 
may not be auction laws in in um, Missouri or Kentucky oh. or Alabama or what have you. Um, and that's always interesting to find too. Yeah, yeah. because in Tennessee you're licensed just like if for real estate. Yeah, I mean you know we have to have a real estate license to sell real estate and an auctioneer's license to auction real estate. Right. And to auction anything, but in Missouri, you don't. You just have, if you want to sell real estate, you can auction real estate on the. If it sells on the day of the auction, you do not have to have a real estate license. That's true. Yeah, in the state of Missouri, you don't need a, a real estate, uh, and actually, you don't have to have an auctioneer's <laughs> license too. So you know, there's <laughs> there's a lot of you know you might you might consider that in the state of Missouri. Um, yeah, that's really unique. Yes. You don't have to have an auction license in the state of Missouri um, to uh, to conduct an auction. I will say, though, uh, you better get one because there's some really good auctioneers and very competent auctioneers in the state of Missouri. Yes. And you're going to have a hard time doing anything without copious amounts of education and association involvement. Um, no, uh, speaking of association involvement... Um, Excuse me. We are a part of the uh, and uh, to folks who are just tuning in, we're we'll actually be finishing up pretty soon. Uh, this is the time to sell show with Walker Auctions. You're listening to Eric and Terry Walker, um, but we're all a part of the uh, the uh, National Auctioneers Association, the NAA. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and and maybe your involvement and our family's involvement in it? The National Auctioneers Association is a international. Uh, organization for auctioneers um, are people in the auction industry. Uh, I was once president of the National Auctioneers Association. Lance is president now of this association. And there's probably, what, 3,000 members, I would think, right now. This is It's um, a place where uh, auctioneers of like minds can get education, tremendous education. And the thing about auctions, just like any industry, there are trends, and trends are often changing. The National Auctioneers Association stays on top of all these trends so that we can be well-educated to make sure that we can help our clients and the, our sellers, as well as our buyers, um, whenever they're trying to sell real property or personal property. Um, it, it's so nice. It's also nice to be around other auctioneers who are successful because when you're around other auctioneers who are successful, you can find out what makes them successful. Yeah. And and if an if an auctioneer is successful, they're making they're helping their clients. That's why they're successful. Yeah, that's uh you know this is a skin in the game kind it of is. business. We we operate off of uh, commissions, off of a percentage mm -hmm. of the sale. We're not a fee based business. No. Not by um, the hour. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, honestly. Probably like make a lot more money, money. if it was by the other, but that's a different <laughs> conversation. Um, so we we benefit if you do an auction with us. We make money if you make money, uh, and you know that is to your benefit as the seller. We need to be motivated to make you as much money as possible, um, and sometimes that results in us trying to negotiate away a little bit of commission. That's a yeah. secret. Don't Oops, don't tell don't anybody. Tell anyone I told you that. That. But, that. But that is the case. We want you to make money we want you to be successful because that means we're successful yeah eric basically if someone has hires us to sell something our job is to sell it right it's not to list it it's not just to get the word out it's to sell that 
real property or personal property. Right. Either one. And that's what we try to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Any way we can. Any way we can. So so while Lance is not here, you and I can get to work and start selling. Oh gosh, yeah, he's out of the way. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> Well, he'll be back shortly. <laughs> He's probably speaking somewhere. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, uh, currently, I, as as of recording, he is actually in Missouri cataloging uh, some firearms that we have to sell. Folks, if you have firearms, you have a collection of Ooh, firearms. Oh, yes. Auction is a great way to sell them. Um, and with firearms, we have a great way. You know, you can't put that on Facebook. You have to be real careful. You have a great way to market that, and I'm yeah, not so sure what it is. Advertising firearms is really difficult. Uh, a lot of a lot of our advertising for personal property and for real estate uh, is is done through Facebook and, and Google ads, um, and that's a very effective, efficient way to get things out there. Facebook still has a ton of users uh, that mm-hmm. go on and use the website all the time. Uh, Google puts ads on websites uh, for people to see, uh, so that's a pretty effective way to just get people to see your stuff. Um, and I say it in kind of a monotone way because it's, you know, kind it of is. old hat at this point. Um, and so if you sell your guns with us, well, you can't, if you sell your guns at all, you can't advertise on those platforms. And so we have a unique to us, uh, platform called bid to buy guns, which lets us advertise our firearm auctions. Um, but that being said, if you have any interest in, in selling that or any other kind of property, be it real or personal, you can give us a call at 901-322-2139. That's 322-2139, or you can shoot us an email at info at walkerauctions.com. Folks, you have been listening to the It's Time to Sell show. It's? Oh, that's right. It's <laughs> Time to Sell, where we don't fiddle around, except for me on occasion. Thanks for <laughs> but listening. it sounds really nice. <laughs>